<laughs> Jobber Nation, welcome to a holiday end of the year episode of the Jabba Tears podcast. As always, I'm Janelle from HR, here with Sir Wilkins and Mr. Black. We've made it almost to the end of 2021. Um, before we get started and talk about this week in wrestling, and then we got some um awards that we kind of want to do and share with you guys our thoughts and everything about this year in wrestling in general um but before we get started um guys what was some of your most memorable moments of 2021 as the job of podcast what for this year oh thank you yes for as a podcast yeah Oh, Java Slam, nigga. <laughs> Welcome Java, back. Java Slam. Mr. Black, what's a memorable moment outside of Java Slam? Because we can all say that. What's a memorable moment in 2021 as a part of the Java Tears podcast? Thinking of Java Slam. Oh, you hoes think you slick. Listen, uh, listen. Listen, listen. You guys have to understand. The niggas have to understand, though, son. That was the most blackest card that we had. And literally, uh, people, even our own circles, don't give us credit for that. Niggas showed up, whatever, it was cool. But, yo, bro, I got ideas for next year, B. Jeffrey about to work for his coins because I'm going to have it like a clock. I think he worked his coins last Nah, 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 nah. nah. I'm going to have to work his slave hours. Trust me. I got some ideas. I got some ideas for next year. You think Java Slam above the rim was tough? Java Slam Juice is going to be better. I like that. Working title. Everything's a working. Java Slam 2. He got the juice. Ain't he Yaya up front like this? I cannot. But um, some um, dope moments I can think of. Oh, Paris! Paris is bumping. Shout out to Billy Dixon. That's the thing, Billy Dixon. One of one of probably the best indie shows we've been to as a collective, mm-hmm. as a group. Mm-hmm. We, we rarely do what we call school trips, school field trips. Is when all three of us go to a show. So it's a field yeah. trip when we do that. And <laughs> we went to Billy it was Dixon a field show, trip. It was a field and trip. This shit was amazing. Billy Dixon's amazing. Billy. Yeah. Yeah, Billy is out here oh, making stuff work. I know what was a good, was a dope moment. Okay, the Come panel on. and the after party. Oh, Ooh. shout outs to those wrestling girls. Yes, their anniversary with us, and also us doing um our kind of like first ever independent like panel, which was really dope. I appreciated everyone that was involved. Nick, Billy. NYC Demon Diva, Patricia from Those Wrestling Girls. What up, Earl? Peter Rosado. Oh, Earl, hey. Shout out to Black Wrestling who took over the damn party. And yeah, it was, it, was DMV, shot, it was DMV whatever. Central, and, then, and we ran out of Hennessy because niggas were niggas. Yeah, it'd be like. You did? I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. Ran out of Hennessy. Shout out to, to Raj from Wrestling Inc. for coming. Yo, shout out to Raj, man. Like nah. my man came fresh off the plane. Yo, the shout legend. out to Grip from Black Wrestling. That's my nigga. The little white kid. I love that. I, I, that's, he's not my nigga because he's white. He's my dude. Right. 
But like, bro. I love it. He just was he's so cool bro. and laid back. Yeah, yeah, he's my bro. Oh, I, I, I like Earl Nick said, a lot. Earl said I was drinking whiskey. I like, I like, I like drip a lot, man. Drip. We're talking about this year in wrestling for the Java Tears podcast. If you guys, yo, shout to Steffi Hardy. You know what? Let me use this time to give out flowers of the year, B, to my niggas. You know, this is only my time to give out flowers to my niggas. I feel like a lot of shows don't do this, but let it be the first. The first annual Mr. Black Flowers Ceremony. First thing first, I got to give out to, like, Mama Dershey, Stephanie Hardy. She over here working hardy out here. See what I did there? You see what I did there, son? <laughs> Stephanie Hardy making a scene out here with a natural I see you out here. Of course, I give, I got to give to my partners in crime, my spread crew, man. Shout out to Dirty Heels. They out here, B. Dirty Heels was working. Working like slaves, B. Working, son. Shout out to my son, Bo. Get off the papers next year. You know, shout out to um, shout out to baby mother locked up. Twenty twenty six. We see you, queen, soon. Everything like that. Tell my son, Kofi. That's locked up. Both. Coco boy. What? His baby mother's locked up to twenty twenty six. Who? Both. Okay. So good brother. Oh, good brother's mother, baby mother's locked up. Yeah. Yeah. Until twenty twenty six. Coco boy. Coco Butt, that's her name. Coco Butt. Shout yeah. out to Coco Butt. Locked you know, up. shout out to Stephanie Hardy. You know, shout out to the uh, Dirty Heels. You know, shout out to your sport. I see you guys out there. Your ring over there. I don't know. I don't oh, know. I, all right. So I'll give off some flowers. Shout out to, to shout out to Black Wrestling for having that the work here. Fire. Shout out to Pro Wrestling. Shout out to um. Story. Shout out to my nigga Nate. Storyline. Storyline. Peace. Storyline. Peace, baby. Storyline. Peace. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to all, shout out to all you guys. Shout out to all you guys. Um, in all honesty, I do want to thank. Shout out to Dwayne, you know, from the Show Team podcast, for being a part of the panel and making it happen. Thank you so much. But honestly speaking, I want to thank um all the wrestlers that took the time out to actually do Jobber Slam. As like kind of cliche and like you know certain things, it it really was a family. It was a family vibe, and it, it was it was, that it was a nigga barbecue. Everybody, listen when you can end a show. The after party show is when you do an electric slide. That's how y'all know it's serious. Come on, right? it was for the niggas. But to for for everyone that was on board and trusted us. For you know, putting Jokey Morales, absolutely young Joey, young Joe He was a part of making dreams come true. He, he getting slim out here. His name's about to be Mr. Sexy J Kim. <laughs> J Kim, <laughs> I got called J Kim when he got all skinny and stuff. <laughs> He's about to get skinny because he can't be Big Joe no more. He got yeah, yeah. J Kim, Jake, no, J Kim, J Kim. Anywho, but no, thank you for everybody. Thank you to all the sponsors for Jobber. Oh, shout out to all the sponsors like Henny Wrestling. Henny Wrestling. You know, shout out to Henny Wrestling. Oh, shout out to the G Dub Gentlemen. Taking on the industry with their kitchen. Yo, the G Dub Kitchen, B. Your next indie show, B. Hold on. Let's talk about their burgers, my nigga. 
Because, you know, any wrestling shows got hot dog, but they were like, now nah, we're going to switch it up. We're going to bring burgers. Burgers. And it's healthy, B. No grease or nothing. Ooh. 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 They don't sell beverages, though, but they hating on that, though. But soon, though. And it's so juicy. Ooh. Ooh. Juicy. Yo, Make you want to slap your mama. Shout out to Kiki. Ooh. I'm fine, so. Shout out to Kiki out here. You know. <laughs> Why are we both tonight? What? <laughs> um. Oh, oh, oh. Like, I can't nod another podcast is fine. I got nod dresses that's fine. Yeah. He's, he's a person oh, too, right? Oh, shout out to Backstage Brawl. Oh, shout out to Backstage Brawl. My God. Rondi. Rondi. My eyes can't. I say Eric. Big boy. East. He liked that. He liked that. He's mad Dominican. So he's mad he's Dominican. With, with his front okay. beard. Talk about his emotions and how much he loves his girl. He okay. so much. I love it. Yo, my son has own place though. You got his own place. Like yeah. he definitely leveled up this year, dogs. Yeah, he he, he crushing that FedEx job. It's FedEx. Okay? UPS. UPS. Shout out to him hey. for doing his thing. Who else? Uh-huh. Who else? Who's, who's, who's out here doing? Oh, shout out to Is. You know, the Twitter nigga, aka Electro. I see you out here, is out here slaying those. Thank you to all, you know, everyone that's a part of the network, even though at mm-hmm. times we don't all always get to do things with each other or whatever the case might be. But we appreciate everybody that has entrusted us with, you know, their vision and their dreams and things like that. <laughs> their burgers are elite, I can't. Um, I'm trying to think too, but. Oh, it's shout out to Gotham Podcast Studio. Fox with oh, shout out to them. Our home. Our home away from home. We cannot. Women's um, Wrestling Talk. Shout out to, to TK Trinidad. Mm. Ooh, you TK. I'm fine, so. I'm fine, so. I'm fine, so. Shout out to Dre. We already shout you out, my nigga. Nigga says shout out to me. That is the most <laughs> oh, wildest thing. Who else? Who else? Who else out here? Who else out here? Oh, he's in... Um, Yo, shout out to I posted head shelves, man. Shout out to those boys over there, man. Son Alex, my son, my son Kof. Kof. That's his name, right? Yes. Wait, hold on. How you say the person's name and be like, but that's his name, right? And we live. Like it wasn't even awesome. Like you could have like whispered or like texted us. Listen. You just like, <laughs> right? Listen. Yes. Oh, shout out to Prolific. Prolific. They had a year. Prolific had a year. This. You know uh, what? We'll get that to the wrestling. Because <laughs> this is the best of the best year. The niggas. best. Niggas. The nigga take over year. I ain't seen so many black main events this year. It was outrageous. Yo. Oh, shit. They saw us last year. They saw us. They oh, ride us like a rodeo. Don't give us credit, though. Top you 10 niggas what? of all time. Job it to yourself. Bunch of niggas. Oh, here oh. South, man. The whole South, me. Actually, I'm surprised you didn't say that was your moment of the year when you met Vicky Guerrero finally after us doing this podcast for three years and you yo, the wildest dog. Yo, let me tell the fans, you know, you know, like, let me tell the Black Attack crew. Yo, when I met Vicky's son, the oh my one. gosh. Dang, Vicky is fine, though, son. It brought me back to my childhood when I followed it with Taina. You remember that show? Taina. Taina. Man, my love for going to start with Taina, man. And it with Vicky, man. Uh-uh-uh. You know who's fine, though? Um, Gail Kim, son. Oh, yeah, she's fine. She's Asian no, fine. No, <laughs> no, no, no. 
she's perfect, son. And then I saw her, and then she and then she was walking around barefoot, which is a little weird, but she had perfect. Well, feet. no, I told you she why Asian. because she had bit on. No, she she had she had heels on the majority of the day, and and to be honest, by that time, who won't want to fucking yeah heels? So she she had took her shoes off. When yeah. me and her and Danny were talking, her shoes like she didn't have shoes on. And we were like, oh, girl, it's nothing. I understand your pain. Yeah, she's fine, man. She's fine. <sighs> God. Lord. Good. But, um, and then, oh, also me and Booker T. Oh, Booker? Booker T. Booker T. How y'all almost jumped in? Booker, 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 it's been a year. Shout out to all the promotions that you know were able to come back and do shows this year, um, and still you know want to do more wrestling because wrestling sometimes can be toxic as fuck. Right. But um, right. but every but we look forward to what's one thing you guys want to do different next year, or who's someone you want to interview next year? Oh, you already know, Mister Black got to start. Ah, um. We talked about that. You already have these interviews in the bag already. So it's ready to atmosphere. God already heard the prayers. But the one person that I really want to interview, like, I want to interview Big E. Like, I want to interview the whole New Day. Matter of fact, yo, mock my words. Mock my words. Y'all hear him first. When Mr. Black talk, he means that shit. Mock my words. We're going to interview the New Day. I don't know how, I don't know in what capacity we're going to do that. All right? That's it. All right. So, Wilkins, who's someone you want to interview next year? Myself. Um, oh. uh, who, who do I want to interview next year? I got to think. Actually, Bianca Belair. Yo, she's fun. <laughs> oh, you have to understand. You know Bianca's over is whatever... Like my homegirl, right? Shout out to my, um, my homegirl, Nate. He was talking, texting, whatever. And I showed her, say, yo, what are you doing? I said, yo, Bianca's brother. They said, who is that? I showed the video when she picked up Dewdrop. She said, yo, son, she's not champion? Yo, listen, Bianca Belair is Laja, man. It's currency. It's, um, it's, it's money. It's um, cheddar. It's chicken, baby. Dang, it's paper, you know? It's 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 okay. Uh, who would I? Well, I told you. I oh, Pyro, hell yeah. Put put on on the to do list. Um, I've told Wilkins this before. I want to interview Brian XO. Um, from House. Who's Brian XO? Oh, from House. My bad. I like how you questioned and answered yourself. But yes, he's, he's someone I want to interview. Um, I also would want to... Yo, no bullshit. If we get Cody, that would be dope. 
Yeah, I'll be, I'll be fly. I, I Cody, and give him a real interview. Yo, Cody, why you be cooning like that, B? Why you like, nah, like, why you trying to? Leave Cody alone, B. That's the homie, right. son. Like, right? Like, I really would want to just like, not even like interview, just like sit and talk and just have the like camera roll. Like, I don't even want. I want it to be so organic, and I think it's because like it's the closest thing to Dusty that I can get to. So, mm-hmm. I, I thought that'd be gold dust. Either or, but I, I would want to interview Cody. Sorry, not sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cody's more open to talk. Go to be on some, no, I'm not talking. But, um, oh, yo, if we can get Ron Simmons after meeting him, I was like, oh, I want to talk to Pop Pop Ron. I mean, for real. I mean, we talked to Mark Henry, we talked to D we want to look at the whole nation. Mm-hmm. So Godfather, we we got D'Lo, and the ultimate is The Rock. Mark my words, we will interview The Rock. That's it. It's going to happen. That's it. Like the day that we interviewed The Rock, I'm gonna say I told you so. That's it. I'm gonna play this clip back too. I told you so. One of these little interns is gonna find it for me too. I'm say I told you I'm so. Rewind it and say I told you so. Um, but all right, let's talk about this week in wrestling. Oh. Um, we're coming off of winter is coming. Winter is coming. Um, where Daniel, oh, I know I'm gonna say Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan and, and Adam Hamming Page went 60 minutes in the ring. What were y'all thoughts on that? Because we didn't get to talk about that last week. I like that. Um, the, the match was great. Like, so I don't think they need to do an hour match. And I understand Winter is Coming was like uh, their special show episode or something. Mm-hmm. But it's only for an hour match on free TV. Also, my other thing was that I don't like the fact that they didn't pull the trigger on one of them pinning the other. Like, somebody should have taken that pin. And I know people are going to be like, oh, it makes them look strong. Yeah, but you, you're trying to build up a star in Adam, in, in Adam. Like, why not him give him that pin and build him up, make him look stronger? They're going to be in the So program. do you think they – do you think it, it, they went too early with Daniel Bryan versus Hamley Page? Do you think Daniel Bryan should have been the first – one to go against him. I'm fine. I'm fine with DB as long as it's a program, which which they currently looks like they're having right now. But what did that do? What did that really do? Because like the other alternative would have been Rusev. It would. It could have been Miro for him to take to, to take it. But you, you know how they are. They, they, they're going. They're going straight to the top with it. And then where Brian gonna be then? Sitting catering, but that, but that's the revolving door question. I think just in wrestling in general is like when one person's working something, what is the other person doing? And then but, does but it get to the point? The thing is, the thing is, a more expensive toy. Brian Danielson is the more expensive toy, so he's gonna be used first. So speaking, yeah, of- but it's kind of like this is like this. Is how I honestly see it. It's just listen. How often that like when the last time we saw a draw in um North America television? Unless unless it was uh, what Iron Man match? Like it's been a while. Queens? They, I mean, huh? even though they went thirty, 
But Kenny and um, Bray went in the draw. Yeah, but that was AEW though. It hasn't been done very much. That's something I, I like. I enjoyed it, and honestly, it happened in boxing. How many times in boxing where it's a draw? It happens. You know, UFC. It, it happens. It's so if you want to add certain, like, it's adding elements of other sports into it. Not every time you have a, like a very definitive um, person. And I kind of like this. It's new. So what if like the next twist is just like, nah, you got going against both of us now. Boom. That's an ill-ass triple threat right there. So to me, this is a, a very good way to go about this story differently. Now, if they use it all the time, now it's annoying. Because at the end of the day, it, to me, it shows that Adam Hangman, Hangman Adam Page is the same exact level as far as experience-wise, as far as skill-wise as Dane Bryan. He brought this man like who's, who's way more experienced to the brink. And he did his finisher. And key word, he did his finisher. They acknowledged that, but then he didn't get time to pin him. So I, I, I get what you're saying, but for me, I'm trying to build up a legitimate champion. Because even in even in, even in sports, if it ends in a draw, you think okay, he's not the reason. He's, he's not the real champ. No, oh, you can question you it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that, yeah. Just so for me, as a Janelle, the wrestling fan, my attention span is wild, bro. So sixty minutes or some shit. Um, check. I check in and out, in and out, in and out. I do think, though, they definitely could have did limited commercials, too, because y'all know I hate that side-by-side shit. It's distracting as fuck. But those are just, like, tidbits. But did I like the match? Yes. Because that's what I had to tell good old Quintus Brown real quick. Did I like the match? My issue was never the match itself. The match itself was was very well put together for it being 60 minutes. Absolutely. But do I like the ending? Absolutely not. And to Sir Wilkins' point, uh, if you're gonna make me believe that Adam, that Hangman Page is your guy, is your number one, his first defense should not be a draw. Like it shouldn't leave me in limbo. Like a draw leaves you in that in that area uh, of limbo where you're like, I don't. Which way do you go? Um, next method they're having Daniel, you know, Danielson, Hangman Page two here in our backyard in Jersey, the first AEW Dynamite of 2022. But they're doing it where they have judges. And they did that before. And I can't remember what match it was. But they've done that before. And the judge thing didn't work. It was, it was it with MJF? No. No. I can't remember who it was with. And they had, I feel like they had somebody, they had somebody from, I think, like New Japan or something like that. It was, it was something they did a while ago. It was, no, it was three, it was, it was Jericho versus Cody. Okay, I know somebody did it. I was like, I know somebody did it before. Do you think? I mean, eventually they'll they'll probably do Page versus um, Daniel Bryan three. So I don't foresee in the second one still finishing clean. What do you guys think? This has to be a clean fight, and it shouldn't go down to the judges. I, I like somebody has is to subjective win. as fuck. Well. <laughs> somebody has to win. Um. That's it. Like, like somebody, I, I don't believe in the whole, like, like, I just don't believe in that, bro. So you're saying, oh, y'all niggas are funny. Very funny. You complain about, oh, they moved on too quickly. They move on. But now, with this storyline, 
they creeping and creeping and they creeping is issue. So what you want to work? My fickle, fickle, fickle. No, 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 no. Yeah, I have a problem with not doing, like, the storyline is too quick. Days, go, 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 go. When it's slowing down, it's issue, though, right? It's, but it's Come on, about, B. But if you're going to drag it out, it's not, it's not a fact. It doesn't have to be the factor. You can always draw it out. I would have been cool with a DQ. I would have been cool even if, with a DQ, I'd have been cool if let's say Heyman Page was found backstage unconscious and they counted him out and Daniel Bryan won, but he's still the champion. Like, I would have so many other ways to get to the end of the line. For me, the draw wasn't pit stop number one. Like, that didn't have to be that. I mean, again, at the end of the day, to me, there's many different ways. There's many different ways. Because if it was sports, regular sports, and it happened to draw, y'all take it for what it is. No, oh, man, it's a draw. draw. I hate football ending in But a you can't do nothing about it. You got to eat it. You go, all right, cool. I got to eat this, and that's it. In wrestling, yes, even on fantasy, it's still a good way to tell a story. How many times that in movies, you know, just to pro- prolong it, the bad guy and the good guy, you know, in their middle fight, end up, end up in a draw sometimes. Like, all right, cool, cool, draw. Come on. But in movies, y'all love it. But in wrestling, y'all hate it. Come on, now, B. Come in, on. Remember in, remember in Biker Boys? No, I never saw Biker Boys. I never saw Biker Boys. No, I never saw Biker Boys. How you never see Biker Boys? That's what I'm saying. Oh. Is Sarah Wilkins the only one here that you can yo, see? Yo, yo, Merry Christmas, Sarah Wilkins. Only one person you see, right? Who is who is this? I'm it's Jonathan Cena now. Oh, hey girl, sorry. Oh, oh, she replied to, but come on, Stephanie, you should have said uh, Merry Christmas to everybody, Stephanie. You know, you guys are being, you guys are doing way too much. You guys are doing being way too out of it. Like, that's no, good. no, um. Um, no, but the thing is, when you, when you have that Oh, thank you. Tisha and Carr never seen me either. Thank you, Tish. But, like I said, when, when you have that type of, um, ending, it doesn't prove how strong the person, because it only keeps DB strong. It doesn't, it doesn't make, it doesn't make Adam Page look strong. It doesn't make me believe, like, oh, this is your number Because, because guy. Brian is, we already know who he is. He's an established top guy. So, so, um, so what I say about Dan Bryan? He could have like he could have finished him. A guy had less experience. He could have folded him up in sixteen minutes, though, right? But, but it doesn't hurt him, though, right? No, 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 Again, again, again. And my brother's eyes. It don't hurt Daniel Bryan. It don't. But this is a young millennial that he's saying that. How can you cold so with me? That's an ego shot right there. Back in his head. Yo, Buster Hangman Page is in my right there, chilling, eating chips. But this is how I look at it because he still didn't win. At the end of the day, you you, you can count it as a moral victory if you want to do that. If the Lakers beat the suit, if the Lakers beat OKC by one point, or if they tie the game, they still didn't lose. You cannot say one point. I mean, you can't tie the game in basketball because there's no ties in basketball. So I'm talking about in football. If, K- if, if, the, if the Kansas City Chiefs tie with the Detroit Lions, Detroit Lions still didn't win. <coughs> Stephen A. No, 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 no. My son Shannon and Sharp would say this. Skip. 
Skip. Kansas City should have blown them out, Skip. They had no reason to be in the game and tied up to it, Skip. It looked like bad. The Lions, the Lions, they played a good game, good defense. They tied the game. But they tied the game. To win it. They couldn't do enough to win it. They will, again, 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 it's two ways. Like, again, Dave Brown looks, next takeaway, all the what we know behind. Dave Brown looks bad because he gets the job done in 60 minutes. He's still. When it comes to these top stars, Dave Bryan is not finishing the job. He's not. He goes no. to Thailand with these people. No, come on. Yo, Daniel Bryan's not finishing the job, B. But a win, a win is better than a draw. But even is Hangman, so I don't understand. A win is better than a draw. That's just but, it looks, but it looks better than Hangman. Hangman and wrestling for what? Five, you know, like, what, seven years? Come on. This is, this, this is a legend. Come on. You know all these tricks and all these thousand one holes, but you couldn't like, like, could put that Hangman in a minute, in, in an hour, dog? What does it say about your skills, my nigga? Because he's bigger than him, so that's not believable. But this man, know. this man, this man, this man defeated Big Show in the cage match. He defeated Mark Henry. Come on, that's all. But he you. didn't do it. He didn't do it in twenty six seconds. So what are we talking about? He fought him in the cage match. He defeated Big Show in the cage match. That's more deadlier. At the end of the day. This shit ended in a draw, and they did it already. And then the thing is, for me, I rather you pull the trigger, right? You pull the trigger. Adam oh, wins, pull it. and then this next one, we have another fight. Because the thing about it, you're continuing the story, which is fine. And I want to—I know you want to add stipulations to shit, but I'm just saying this right now. This was WWE who did it. Y'all like this shit is whack. <laughs> who? Not me. I'm not, not me. But, okay, I kind of get what people's minds. WWE does too much foolishness. So their credibility, it kind of went down the drain. For example, Finn Balor, the demon, all suddenly, like, the Toronto just collapsed? Really? And no explanation for that to this day. Come on. Well, you, first of all, you already know they do the men in black syndrome. I don't already told so you that. So this is why that I hate when people say, hey, WWE does it. WWE don't have no credibility. That's why. Actually, they got more credibility. But WWE's never, like, recent days have never done a draw. Like, that's not something they do. And, and mind you, it's not to say that it hasn't been done before or that it's not a old school mentality thing. And that's fine. But for, you know, as the individual, as the person that's watching it, it's like I spent an hour. Someone said it on the, on the fucking the internet. Was like, think of it like, you fucking a girl and you don't nut. I've done it plenty of times. That shit doesn't count. Yeah, like they can. Like it's something called semen retention. Give your semen your energy to something else. Fucking. No, if your goal. Wait, I'm telling niggas don't have sex a lot. I don't need to nut all the time. I can't speak for niggas, so. Semen retention. That's how you, like that like that's how you score your sexual energy for something good. I feel like things are still sleep out here, obviously. Anyways, like, I feel everyone... Speaking, speaking of sleeping, though, don't you find it interesting? So, there's been some rumors that um, WWE's actually looking at Brian Cage. Because this contract, I think, is coming up soon. Like and... Mad Niggas contract is coming up. Mad Niggas is leaving AEW, bitch. <laughs> Fuck. Fly the coop. Fly the coop. They all, everybody's leaving. So the thing is, the thing is... And this is this will go into the Brian Cage situation that you're talking about. 
what works for some people may not work for you. That's fine. Yeah. Like, honestly speaking, LAX will probably thrive more. I'm not LAX. Proud and Powerful probably thrive more in NXT. But I understand. They even could probably thrive more in MLW than what they're doing right now. Yeah, MLW or wherever they yeah. are. But, but I understand why. Because Davey Richards was like how that he didn't sign with WWE because of, because of the schedule. He's a family man. He didn't want to sign with WWE. That's fair, and that's totally understandable. But Brian coming over to WWE, I like Brian Cage. I'm a fan of Brian Cage. Of course you do. But I, I don't. I'm kind of over him because he doesn't fucking wrestle. Well, is it because he doesn't want to, or because they don't do nothing with him? No, I'm talking about the way he wrestles. He wrestles like, like oh, he, he wrestles trash. Like, I, I love the fact he's so athletic. Like, like he's like, it's like almost the fact of like his inner child is a cruiserweight, but his outer body isn't. Yeah. Weird. But I'm. I still like him. It's just that I wish he would like bring it all together. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he does yeah. a lot of cool like. Like, he doesn't create a character. We have a whole bunch of moves, but they don't connect to each other. Yo, bro, you're mad loud to chill. You cannot, you cannot eat, my love. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's even better. So, in speaking about Brian Cage and, and most some people's contract expiring, what would be if if MJF decided to jump ship? Who do you think would it benefit him more to stay in AEW or would it benefit him more to go to WWE? Um, I think for instance, I think he has more leverage he stays with W with AEW. Yeah. Because him going to WWE, that's great. And he's mentioned it supposedly in interviews where he said a lot of people of the top guys are leaving. So he could make he could definitely do a phenomenal job in WWE. But I think he'll get more money out of AEW because they know he'll be leaving. Um, so that big I'll say, I'll say that's we from now it will be smarter. From now is let's revisit let's revisit the conversation when his contract is up. Because it will be easier to say stay in um stay in on um, say AEW or WWE due to the landscape. But you know what? Hakeem said that Brian Cage and Keith Lee are the same way, which is true. Um, moves diff moves yeah, and different. Keith Lee don't have to put moves together. Fit. Yeah, he's like he's more fluent. Yeah, like Keith Lee puts certain moves together. Like not not every match you're gonna see him do certain moves. Like he's like. Keith Lee is comfortable with his body. That's how I figure out that. Because Ryan Cage is just moving into the moves. Like, it's cool, but yeah, but we need to re revisit that conversation in a couple of years when the contract is up. Because you don't know what kind of stuff that MGF could, could do. You don't know what kind of other form of entertainment he could get into with AEW. Again, if I just move to a new network. So you don't know what includes within that package. MGF, MGF may get a new, a new YouTube show. Let's you know, MGF might be in another show. He might be, he wants to be a millionaire. You don't know. So as of right now, like, how the landscape, like, if I have to choose, no, I could be in 2020, I'm going to be a Biden fan. Honestly, 
WWE will, will make it a star quicker because they do need they do need young blood though. And they will but put I, a rocket on too. He'll be the the top guy in the company come the time his, his contract is up. And he'll yeah. get a whole lot more from AEW because Tony Khan doesn't want to lose him. Right. But as far as right now, if, if he goes to WWE and I think that I think that I think that they'll push him to the moon. But he won't be he won't be the like I feel like it'll take away his individuality if he goes to WWE compared to AEW. Because it was like in Cody stuff like Cody. He he has AEW stuff, but it doesn't it's not step all over him. But I feel like with MJF going to WWE, it'll take away that that uniqueness to him. Super side note, I didn't know this, right? WWE Studios Produced The Rock's first three movies. Fun fact. Yeah, it, they said it when you seen the movie. The WWE logo was on the screen, like the WWE Scorpion logo. King, the yeah. Walking Tall, and the Rundown. Walking I didn't Soul, know yeah, that. I didn't know that. I did not know that until recently. I get tight, low key, when them shits wasn't even wasn't on the fucking network. I was like, come on. Like, see no evil and all that shit. That should have been on. Yeah. That they been- said that Orange Cassidy go WWE. He was like, it, like it'll be great for the kids, but he won't get good. Our kind go WWE, he won't get great booking because she's too much like a clown. So you know what it is, though? Certain people are, you know, we laugh and we joke about, like, demographics. But even though, like, it's a real thing. Like, it's just in terms of, like, who's a WWE fan? Who's an AEW fan? Like, those are distinct things that us either as fans and as media can tell you. I don't think the demographic for... WWE would understand Orange Cassidy, if that makes sense. Like, I just don't... I don't know if it'll connect. AEW, it connects the indies. It definitely connected. But I don't know if that, like, polished global entity can translate a no. guy in jeans with his pockets in the pockets and running off ropes. But those really but, cool moves. I don't know. I agree with you, but, like, okay, one thing I really like WWE fans is... It's hard for them to like just like really suspend their beliefs about certain things. Like they will complain, complain, complain. And it's like for for DW champ, you have to be a certain type of way, and that's how they program for it. AEW a little bit more leniency because you saw a lot of the guys evolve their gimmick, such as or like um Evil Uno. You saw him evolve from Player One to Evil Uno, so you understand like they. The AW fans appreciate the creative process compared to WWE fans. WWE fans are not patient to see the creative side out of it because we got disappointed for too long. That's how I see it. Okay. Um, Lee just is better on the Lee. Ne- neither one of them is good on the mic, actually. And I, y'all know I love me a thick ones, but Keith Lee ain't good on the mic like that. And Brian Cage sucks on the mic. Um, they both big men that do cruiserweight things. Yeah, but like I said, like Keith Lee's moves, he moves fluid. Exactly. I didn't know and like, Cassie was 38 years old. You said who? Orange Cassie, 38 years old. Really? That's a, that's a well. Um, that's a he. You sure he ain't got no, no great, 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 great grandfather that has black? Of color? Because <laughs> that um, man don't. He probably takes his moss and black seed oil every morning. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, um, <laughs> well, what's next on the docket? 
Um, what else happened this um week in wrestling? Real quick. Oh, we had Paul Smack- Heyman oh, Paul and Roman ending on Academy SmackDown Award. last week. Academy Award goes to Holly Dangerously Heyman. This nigga here. Now, Paul, Paul, you have to give it up to them when they've been connecting this storyline. They have Brock and um. What they're doing right now is top tier, man. It's money. Hell yeah. It, it's episodic. Every week you're like, what's going on? And that one week he wasn't gone, he comes back. I'm talking about Roman. Roman. Like, Only here last week you saw what happened. Like, you know, he's keeping the, the vibes going, taking his PTO time. <laughs> Man, you know, he's a daddy of like you know, five kids, so he needs some time. Man, using this pizza, but it's it's it was a phenomenal ending, and you got to give it up to Brock. It's the evolution of Brock. Okay, it's one, the, it's one of the greatest things because he's not even wrestling, and he's like getting it everything over. Like, like honestly, the and, the and, work that Brock is doing, B. And, but then again, he then again, Brock always had it in him. Oh, there's the Rules of Aggression era. Brock loves pushing people on wheelchairs down uh, around. Yo, he's mad. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, wait, hold on. He pushed Kirk Angle. He pushed Zach. Oh, I mean, Zach Gowan. Yo, speaking of Kirk Angle, yo, Big Show, I forgot because, you know, we we creeping in the Rules of Aggression era. Big oh, the Trek Lives Gun? Fuck it, no. Big Show. Oh. Was out here throwing Kurt Angle. Oh, he chalk slammed him off? Like, and after Kurt Angle had his leg off like this? He looked like, yes! And he looked like, you know, when you chalk line somebody that's dead. Yeah, he's like, Kurt he saw the blood and everything, yo. Smackdown <laughs> back in the day was was wild. Wild. He's over here, been watching fucking 2000. He can't get out of 2001 for the life of him. Yo. Let me know when you get to 03 when Cena starts. Yo, to everybody <laughs> that who hasn't seen the Rufus Aggression era, if you want to talk about the most craziest, polished roof, I mean, um, attitude ever you want to see the wrestling wise, the promos over the topness, ruthless aggression, dude. Um, there was a scene we just watched the other day. Um, fucking Austin, this is when Austin, this is right before the, this is like tail end of invasion shit. Yeah, Austin and McMahon were in the dressing room, and Deborah was next to him, was next to Austin. They talking or whatever. What? Yeah. Um, fucking Vince is talking to him wild crazy mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Fucking hits McMahon with a fucking guitar. What? And it's just like, it, it's just certain things. If you go back, that's why I love going back and watching old shit. You go back and you see it as the 30 year old person you are. Shit is wild. Shit was just like, how did that happen? Fox. Disappeared. Right, well, Yo, UPN9 SmackDown was different, B. It was <laughs> UPN9 SmackDown? UPN9? Oh my gosh. That was on Thursdays and then they moved to Friday. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yep. Yeah, and then, but that was when Austin turned and then he went to WCW side and then Kurt became the number one guy. This is wild shit. Yo, Rufus, yo, like, to me, it felt like. Vince was basically saying that I, I'm letting all the reins go. The judges had fun. I felt the wrestlers really just had fun during that era because think about it. They had RVD, the mid card 
at any moment could headline any SmackDown, yeah. any Raw, any pay-per-view. They forever was pushing. We were talking about that. They were forever pushing Rhino, and it was the wildest thing ever. Like, we were confused as well. Like, huh? Like, what do you, why? But then he went to, I mean, like, I mean he went to TNA and I love. <laughs> Welcome back. So, well, it worked. As, as Sir has currently rejoined us in the magical realm of Jabba Tears Nation, but, let's talk about the best. Mr. Black said the best of the best of 2021. So, we had created some categories that we wanted to talk about, throw out some moments, throw out some names. And you guys that are watching as well, whether it's live or on YouTube, make sure you can put in the comments below your answers and join in all the fun. This is just an open ending of the year celebration. Um, so let's start with Rookie of the Year. This year, you know, NXT 2.0 started. They hit a restart button um, on their, you know, programming. Uh, you know, AW brought out a new um, but the team, the TNT. No, they had the TNT title, TBS title is now going to be a thing. Like, everyone was doing different things at different times. So, what are your who is your rookie of the year? So, I'll start with my with my um, rookie rookies of the year. Are we going down straight down from wait, 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 hold on, wait, 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 hold on, wait, 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 hold on, just to be fair to everyone is we all y'all gotta choose from the indies and from sign hype from sign people too okay no okay yeah. so for rookie of the year for me <laughs> when it comes to wwe mm-hmm. i went with do drop my mm. drop mm. yeah, i know i love me some do drop mm. killing it even though they're giving her her shitty ass name and but it also, actually begun to stuff though. Like it's yeah. just like I, I can't see her being nothing else but that. Exactly. But that I, it was a tie for me. So I hit him up with the Amos. Omos. Listen, listen, listen. Tag team champion. He's working with AJ Styles. And then just he, recently, he debuted at WrestleMania. Let's talk about that. They working My man working. He debuted at WrestleMania. So, Undertaker series. And don't forget who they defeated for the tag team titles. The greatest tag team. Exactly. So next on my list, when it comes to NXT, we're going to talk about my man who don't miss, Carmelo. Oh, oh Carmelo Anthony! Chris, Chris, Chris Casanova. Hey, Carmelo. Okay. That was my rookie of the year. So the reason why I picked them, and you can talk about why you picked them when you guys get your chance. The reason why I picked them is because homeboy is out of here, B. Homeboy's out of here. Homeboy came on the scene and crushing it right now. Crushing it. Y'all know I love him. And shout out to him for what he's doing. My AEW Rookie of the Year, it goes to my man Hook. My man Hook got it, B. One match, and it's trending on Twitter. (laughs) One match, and your shirt outsells CM Punk. One match and the whole world talking about you. And all you're doing is eating a bag of chips. Rookie of the year. AEW was hook. And my indie rookie of the year. It was a two-way tie for me. It was hard for me to break this down, ladies and gentlemen, who are listening to the podcast and watching this. My indie rookies of the year goes to 
Stan Michaels, and Andre Encore. Those oh, are my boy. When it comes okay. to the indie scene, everywhere else. Dang. You talking about guy from the indies. Encore. Encore. Mr. Black said hands first. He's next up, baby. He's so, next up like the Nike check, B. He's so, next up. So, since you already said that, so give us AEW, NXT, and WWE. Did y'all both have Carmelo for NXT? Of course. I had I had him for NXT. Um, just from knowing, seeing the transition from the indies to now being signed to NXT, to WWE, but NXT. Um, for him to have his moment and win the North American title was really dope. Um, from one black man to the next black man, I appreciated that trips. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but he's just, you know, once again, you know, day, week by week, the mic skills is improving. The end ring is out of this world. He's always been talented. Um, what else? But you know, and the gimmick works for him. I was yeah. a little shaky at first. I was like, I don't know. If this nah, it worked. It worked. So who's yours, but, Mr. Black? I mean, um, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. It Go was ahead. me. Is for the Indies and Arnco. You already know Arnco is that man. I already know that he's next up. Um, um. Oh, yeah, they mentioned Impact Dog. Impact. Savannah Evans. Okay. I love the MJ look. Woo! Savannah Evans. That is a that's a woman you go to must see. If you're not watching Impact, that's smoking marijuana. Y'all haven't smoking marijuana. That's smoking dust. Son, that's my pick for Impact. Of course, NXT, my son Carmelo Hayes, aka Carmelo Anthony, aka my man don't miss because he's from New York. Hang drinking himself. Boom. And for AEW, it's a mixture between nah. My nigga Hook. My nigga Hook, B. My nigga Hook. One match killer, B. He bought me in one match. I'm so I'm sold on him. How your shirt that says Hook on hold it on, sold on, out? Hold on, hold on. Sold out. That's the same how said, niggas was out here tripping off the B team shirt and it was a big ass B and a white tee? Thank you. Somebody okay. said Hook got the Tom Holland face and the Sagat body. Yo, what? Yep. Hell yeah. That is yep. the funniest thing yep. I've heard all day. <laughs> Yup. 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 Hulk. My nigga Hulk saw it with one shirt word. I said Hulk. Um, he outsold everybody. Of course, WWE. Yo, Damian Priest. That yeah, man. Yeah, technically, yeah. On the main yeah, yeah, yeah. Technically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damian Priest. You know, Damian sure, Mother Effing Priest. I wanted to say Raquel Gonzalez, but I was just like, oh, she's on that cusp. But you know, the most part of the year she was champion, so that's why I was like, So, so basically, I did impact AW. Um, last but not least, I do want to just you know, as low key bias, but shout out to the, to the fallout shelter. Um, there were a lot of kids that came out of the school, uh, once again, under Battle Club Pro that actually had their first like matches on the indies this year, yeah. Um, so shout out to the fallout shelter, shout out to the coaches. Um, Paul, Joe Kim, Elliot, everybody that has a hand in this, it is definitely a place where you know, once again, and then you know, there are other wrestling schools. Shout out to HOG, there are other wrestling schools mm. out here in the Tri area, but like everybody feels home at Fallout, and it's just you know, it's, it's really good to see the progression of the kids too. So mm. that's to round out rookie of the year. 
All right, wait, 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 hold up. You know, shout out to Stan and um, um, um Antonio, the light-skinned goddesses over Stan, there. Light-skinned king. Stan and King, uh, Antonio. I see y'all both y'all out there training out here. It's that light-skinned move, B. Russell, man, light-skinned. Let's go with biggest letdown of the year. Um, Biggest letdown of the year for me, this is what I got. Um, The ending for Roman versus Finn Balor. That's WWE. <laughs> That's what your brother brought up. I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, my AEW biggest letdown was Andrade's run. Oh, okay. Um, no, 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 no. Biggest. He's typing it on the thing so it can scroll. Go ahead. Um, my biggest letdown um for NXT was NXT 2.0. No. <laughs> um. Um, my biggest letdown for the independent scene is that it, wrestling fans continuously to think that there's not a lot of independent black wrestlers out there. Yeah, yeah. That's my biggest letdown. Um, What's yours? I say, oh, my biggest letdown was Suzuki Gun versus John Moxley and oh, and um and like Eddie Kingston. Oh, biggest the, down here. the rampage match will be yeah, the six, six way street fight. Yeah, yeah. Basuto, it was doodle, it was doodle. The um, only reason why it helped out because, um, what's the name came by? Um, homicide, homicide, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the only, that was the only bright spot about it. So, your um, WWE one, um, that's my WWE one. Um, my impact one is no, that was the AEW, you said AEW. Oh, AEW, my impact one is. Rich Swan never getting rematch for the um for the impact title. Like never got his rematch for that. Ever, ever, ever. Like that let me down. Um for WWE is wow. Oh, Becky Lynch beating beating Bianca Belair in two point five seconds. That's WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um NXT is um oh um um Braun Breaker not not beating um Ciampa. Well, long term story. They got another match coming up New Year's Eve. No, no, no. Bump that. Bump that. Bump that. Bump that. The um um uh, um the downfall of Valentine's Dreams. That's the biggest letdown of the year. Was that this year? Yeah, I guess. Cuss. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. Out. We'll out. Um, mine was with WWE, WWE, and Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like. Once again, you don't know the, we don't all know the whole story, but I do feel like both parties um, let me down. Um, NXT not doing NXT War Games during Survivor Series weekend was trash. Not the pay per view. Let me not say that because even though people shit on the, both cage matches, I think they were solid for what it was worth. It was, but, yeah. But from me, the the to war games in 2019 so that was the last live with an audience like that war games and it's a different feel having an audience full of fans in an arena like imagine nxt war games the same weekend as survivor series here in new york how crazy that would have been so um but that could have been a logistics thing but what regardless that's nxt um who's the indie rookie of the year Mine. Oh, I said Fallout Shelter. I gave it. I gave the school a little shout out. Um. Oh, I didn't get my indie one. Oh, go ahead. Oh, my indie one is um. 
fans, through all that talking about there's not like there's there's no wrestling. I'm tired of WWE, but never show up to none of these wrestling events. That's the biggest lead. Like again, again, y'all talk all this trash on the internet. Y'all complain, complain, complain. And it's mal alternative. Some of y'all niggas dead ass live in Queens, not too far from all, but y'all still don't show up to, to, to like support any talent. And y'all missed a great match with Malachi Black versus um, Murphy. So I'm just saying. And, um, biggest let down. Um, and it wasn't the show, it was at time, it was seeing they support black wrestling and they support black women in wrestling and not showing up when it was needed. So what, I, no, 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 on the indies. Um, the Black Girl Magic Show. I do want to, yeah, I do want to give a special shout out to Taylor, um, for doing Black Girl Magic. Black Girl Magic Two will be happening next year, twenty August, twenty twenty two. Um. Oh. I need everyone to, it put put your money where your mouth is, and if you say you support, then actually support. What was AEW's um, one? AEW, I to get to it. AEW was Cody not turning heel. Um, just, just pull the plug. Just do it. Just do it. Um, and then Impacts was, um, Impacts fake ass relationship situation shit with AEW. Mm. And y'all already know how I felt. How that was never a partnership and never been an Impact, but. Yeah, so those are my biggest letdowns of 2021 from okay. all across the board. Um, let's talk about um, comeback of the year. Um, comeback of the year for me was Damian Priest because he started off real shaky with WWE at first. <laughs> um, number two is for AEW was Miro. That man went from a gamer. To God's chosen one. Um, for me, this is this this is a little weird for some people. I once again, I'm not a huge fan of him, but I'm gonna put him on this, even though he's on the main roster. Finn, him going back to NXT really, oh, jumped, really, it really jump started him. Um, my indies ones. This one is close to home because I'm such a fan of her. Is Bone Saw. Mm. Seeing her consistently. Shout out to my boo. Happy birthday, Bone Saw. It's just your birthday with your fine self. Happy birthday, fine. Happy so birthday, Bone Um. All right. Um, Mr. Who Black. Go? Um, oh. Um. The biggest comeback for the Indies is. Dang, it's. Uh, dang, it's a. Uh, it's um in general the indie the indie scene striving and i feel like it's gonna be a big resurgence like you see a lot more indie events popping up people are trying new things and there's more oh, wrestlers out there that's a good one moose has a, had a good comeback in indie. right uh, dang that's what i was about to pick that and the biggest comeback of the year is fans fans in general coming I back to wrestling so biggest comeback of the year is fans that's for that's that. for like uh, that's for indies. I'm gonna I'm leave that indies, but that's in general. No, WWE. I said that. Right, WWE biggest comeback is um biggest comeback of the Edge. Edge Edge out here putting out classics. He he put out classics. 
my son is putting out Nas, Jay-Z, classic albums. And of course, um, no, no, no. I'm not going to say Moose. No, 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 no. I say biggest comeback for um, Impact announced team. Ooh, Matt Stryker and D'Lo Brown brought to prominence with their voices. Biggest comeback in the whole they they changed the game. Even TJP said it too. Um, for AW Sting, my nigga Sting, my nigga stinging dudes out here. Be he went from he can't rest because of his back to like woo Sting, Sting. What he doing out here? He's doing. Son, he's doing his things work out here. My friend, he's a man of God. He's doing God's work. Um, but if, um, for um, NXT, Mandy Rose. Mandy motherfucking Rose. Going down there, reinventing himself. Like, her knowledge out there, cool. Oh, I have to say, Matt, Matt Cardell. He's, he's also for the Impact, but he's also for Indies. His comeback, what he's doing out here, perfect. I said any impact. All right, I said everything. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna keep it short and sweet. Um, I definitely said fans just across the mm-hmm. board. I think um, and slash like for on WWE's in WrestleMania, um, actually coming back and it they them doing two nights with fans for the very first time. Um, and being a part of that, it was just a different vibe. Um, AW definitely gotta go with CM Punk. Um, to the point where I, I flew to Chicago and went to Milwaukee to go to James first Dynamite, and I was like, "Fuck that! I am that fan." Yeah, yeah, but and just hearing the song, the vibe, like it's just—I think you know—it's a good time in wrestling, and I think Punk decided, you know, he made what was the best decision for himself, and I can't be mad about that. Um, shout out to the cult, the cult of personality. Shout out to CM Punk for the money, putting in pockets. Um, royalties come, come back of low key Mickey James, low low key. I say that because you know she's Impact Champion and the Red Woman Champion. So for her to get released from WWE, then now work with Impact, now work with NWA with her husband. Um, uh, for them to throw an all female show for NWA, um, like her come up this year from starting from the bottom now we here kind of thing. Definitely something inspirational, low key mm-hmm. for me. Um, that's as far as my brain can go for comeback. Okay. Um, let's go with most improved. Um, for me was wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. most improved, most improved. Improve yeah. is M M I M P R O V E, right? V E D, yeah. V E D R. Most improved. All right, check a most improved wrestler of the year. Um, hmm. You want to go first, you know? Um, well, like, you know, one thing for me was on WWE was King Woods for me was the absolute most improved this year. Um, from going to once again tag team to everybody kind of getting their own individual run but him and then you know him coming in to basically low key bullying them into doing King of the Ring. Uh, which I was glad because I love King of the Ring growing up. Um then to him winning, um him having matches with Roman, 
um, him being always just involved and on TV and, in, and not in a tag team sense. So, like, for me, that was my highlight. Yep. Um, of most improved, I would say. Um, but in ring, um, whew, I don't know, I think. Um, AW most improved. I mean, JR remembering he's not on WWE anymore. Maybe. No, um, no, no. This man over here fighter can't so you worry about what he said on television. I'm first of all, that was prior too. Relax. Um, you guys go ahead and think. I gotta think of some more people. Most improved, but um, go ahead. Um. Most improved, I have to say, WWE. Shout out to my son Dwayne. Is 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 um it's between um Bianca Belair and um Bianca Belair and um I can't think of this person. Bianca Belair and um Jay Uso. Between Bianca Belair and Jay Uso, like Bianca, everybody was saying that. She easily could have stayed on WWE main event and just been like, you know, just let that just dance purge, which she didn't. And I gotta say, the other person I said is Bianca Belair and um, who else I said? Who Jay, I said? Jay, Jay Uso. Uso. Because come on, it was coupling him seeing him be on the main event for them too. And Impact, I have to say for um most improved is um, oh, what's that dude's name? He was in the tag team. Um, Trey, 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 Miguel. Uh, Trey Miguel. Most improved for Impact. Impact. AEW. Most improved is um, Powerhouse Hobbs. My man Powerhouse Hobbs definitely stepped his game up. His in-ring, his mic skills, everything. NXT, a person who stepped their game up is um, um, Roger Strong. Most improved, I feel like he definitely improved his, 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 his in-ring, his mic skills, definitely. I said impact. I didn't say, um, I didn't say indies. Big Game Leroy. Most improved because his marketing, the stuff that he does, wow. Um, all right, so wait, wait. Before you answer that, before you answer that, mama, there's something that people are saying. Someone said most improved, Queen Selena. She went from being released. Coming back, going to Loser Street, having having match cuts, becoming first the first queen queen in the ring. I agree. Someone said my son Sammy Guevara. Someone said Brent Baker, and someone said Stephanie Hardy. Hundred percent to the right. Shout out to Ariel. Mm -hmm. Um, Lucas, what's what's the kid name? Um, Eel, Eel O'Neal. Yeah, I would give him most improved, and not so much like once again in ring is just more. More, having more matches, being more out there, being it, getting your name out on the streets. Like, I totally love what he's done, especially during the pandemic when he was talking about how he was doing vignettes and promos and just keeping himself marketable. I think, you know, once again, and then also, you know, interviewing Darius Carter, Darius mentioned him too. So just having all of this experience this year, I think was really dope. Um, seeing him grow. Um, what do you think, Wilkins? Um, most improved for me when it came to the indies. Hold on, Ooh, my neck. Oof. Um, 
Uh, my bad, guys. Most improved one, the Indies. Let's start, let's start with that one. For me, for the most part, it was – hold on. I didn't write that one down. Um, what would I say? What would I say? Most improved one, the Indies was – Oh, uh, sorry, 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 sorry. No, 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 you're um, Most improved. I'm going to go back to that one. Um, With NXT was Mandy, Mandy Rose. Yeah, Mandy um, Rose, most improved, yeah. What was the most improved one for me? When it came to AEW, I would say, God, collaborative with AEW was like stuck in the same thing. Right, and that, I'm glad I was the only one stuck. I was like, "You said Meryl. No, that's the comeback of the year. Okay, Meryl, not most. I mean, it, it could go both ways. Actually. It could go, it could, it, it could go, it could go both ways. But, but for for me, it wasn't, it wasn't that. For me, this one is a little weird. Um, because he has to flush out what he's doing, and he has to go create his own thing. Is um Malachi Black for me in AEW? Hmm. Does he really have to flesh out what what um what he's doing? Mm -hmm. Okay, um, let's go with um match of the year. So it doesn't have to be like the ultimate. We could just name a few. Doesn't matter which promotion. Um, that was. Oh, I did, I, I did all the promotions for me. Okay. Yep. Um, I did my homework. It's homework. I love it. Well, then go first. Go ahead. What were you? So match of the, of the year, year for me. Was Bianca Bell Bianca Belair versus Sasha? Mm -hmm. That's the WWE because because of the historical value of that one. Mm -hmm. AEW was um, Kenny versus um, Brian Danielson. Mm -hmm. My NXT match of the year was Ciampa versus Walter. Um, my indie match of the year, y'all already know what this one is. Y'all probably don't, or maybe I do. Was Darius versus Trish? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's my match. That's my. Those are my matches of the year. Um, um, I have to say, okay. with me, Impact, you know, I gotta got show my niggas Impact over there some love. Is match of the year for Impact is, um, there's a lot of matches. A lot of matches. Um, Rich Swan versus Kenny Omega. That to me was one of the matches of the year for the year for me. It, that's in, um, that's from Impact. For AEW is the Lucha Brothers. Versus the Young Buck in the Cage match um, for WWE is um, um, Rain Orton versus Drew McIntyre in the Hell in a Cell. I love that match. Is um, that um, for WWE? Is for um, for, um, for NXT is uh, oh man, it's kind of iffy. It's real because like, I'm usually black and gold. I, like I have a fan of um um and and that is for the indies is Masha versus um part one at Java Slam. Who's she oh, for? Penya. Uh, Penya? Yeah. Masha versus Penya? Man, if y'all didn't even see this match, it's right now available on the YouTube. If everybody this Christmas, the whole Java Slam card is available. So by the time you see this on the internet, it will all be available. It's Mr. Blackbeard to y'all. And of course, if it's main event, Tasha Steeles versus Big Swole. Big Swole. We see you next year at Java Slam. Preacher's Wife. Working title. They keep changing the title like that. And that's the complete opposite. Um, 
for me, um, outside of Bianca versus Sasha and physically being there in person in Loki tears, um, <laughs> the other match that sticks out to me that probably people are going to be like, what? Actually was Big E versus Bobby Lashley in that steel cage. Oh, fire! Yo, it big was beady men, big beefy men. Hell yeah! Outside of that, because you know I love them thick. Em. Outside of mm. that, though, I just think was able to showcase how serious Biggie can get, and a lot of people question that out of him as champion. And I felt like that match showcased that his seriousness. That how but serious I don't understand. Like he had seriousness when he fought statements in a street fight. You know, people are, people are fickle. Do you don't you know this? Come on. Um, NXT would be um, Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly 3 um, as one. Um, and, oh, oh, shit. What was the match with fucking um, Santos Escobar niggas in them? And they was in that tag match. And we were like, yo, that was really good. That was recent, more recent, too. Um, I can't remember who they went against, but Dumb, dumb Spanish niggas, they, they're doing something over there. Um, what am I missing? Oh, AW. Um, he is like, hold on. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. Mm. I mean, I guess you can give it the deep. I guess the 60 minute thing, I could give it to them, but to Kenny and versus Brian. Brian versus Hangman. Oh. All right. So what's next? Um. MVP. MVP. Huh? Oh come on. MVP. Oh, so my MVPs was WWE is Roman. That's just course. obvious. My NXT one is gonna be surprising. It's Johnny Gargano. I thought, wow. um, but NXT two point is relatively new, but his time. You showed him he was doing so many different things during his time in NXT. Like, you saw the different sides of Johnny on Johnny. And plus, I love Johnny. Um, AEW, regardless if I don't, I don't like this nigga, um, Soul Glow Kenny was definitely the MVP for, M- for, for AEW. Mm-hmm. Definitely the, the MVP. Um, for the indies, for me, was Darius Carter. I felt... He has the most complete run on the independence. Um, for me, is I gotta go with. Of course, I gotta give my love to Impact. Impact Thursdays is Josh Alexander. If you don't, if you haven't seen how he held down the X Division when Kenny was out to do whatever, he held that title down. Numerous defensive. Josh Alexander is next up. I think he's ready here. Yes, I am biased because he has a bald head. Yes, I look out for my bald-headed niggas. But Josh Alexander, if you haven't seen this man wrestle, you are smoking dust. But which smoking rat doodle? All his matches. All his matches. All his matches. His whole library library is a banger. WWE is, of course, the big dog. Roman Reigns. It's between Roman... Yeah, yeah, pretty much Roman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the only reason why I watch SmackDown, like Roman, and like it's, it's basically Roman and Roman. Yeah. Um, AEW. Um, MVP. 
Oh, shoot, my battery's low. Because my battery is low. I got to go. Um, I say AEW is... Uh, you know I'm biased. You already know who I'm going to pick. Darby Allen. Darby? My nigga Darby? Oh, that, that casket little stupid match that they had? Not stupid, but I like that match. So. Fire. Fire, son. Fire. I haven't really enjoyed by that shit. Fire, son. Fire, son. Like, yo, when you was TNT Tiger champion, fire. Him versus Meryl, fire sauce, B. MVP, my my dude Darby, because you said happy birthday to me. In the Indies, MVP, um, thank you. Thank you. Um, MVP in the Indies is... Yeah, I'm biased because he's a cancer. My son Darius Carter. Nah, he's kind of fifty-fifty. My son, both the Darius. Darius Lockhart. Darius Carter. Yo, Darius Carter been killing the Indies for so damn long. And if I got to respect me, he signed the NWA. And that promo, he turned, he turned, he turned, he turned dad into believers. He turned the unseen to people of faith. That's what his promo did. So in the Indies, Darius Carter and Darius Lockhart, the two Darius is. Um, NXT MVP is Champa and um, Giant Wrestling. Them two, like they continue to work, um, everything. So yeah, um, yeah, that's it. Um, so oh, of course, to... Bianca Belair, MVP for women too. Yeah. Yes, um, my MVP of the year is. Bianca Belair, of course. <laughs> uh, Paraz, the, yep, I definitely agree with that. Um, also, too. I can't hear you. I said what? Bobby Lashley. I said Bobby. Oh, Bobby. The walking Armageddon. The walking Black God. So mm. um, AW Britt Baker. Um. And on the main side, uh, I don't know. That's the hard part. MVP, somebody that oh. for where? Oh, yeah, I guess Kenny. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Sorry for the Indies. My bad. Um, um, Trisha Adora, Trisha yeah. Adora, them three, but especially Trisha Adora. Nigga, but... nigga has three niggas on this shit. Nigga, pick one. No, not that fine. Trisha Adora. Trisha Adora and Darius Lockhart. Sorry. Um, yeah, AW Kenny. Um Impact. Um Impact on Bias. I'll definitely go with, with Sis Tasha Steels, no bullshit. Uh, um whatever, what am I missing? That's um, it. Indies. Oh, well, I, it's not Indies, but I guess Indies slash other promotion. Um, shout out to Shane Taylor Promotions. Um, STP. Shane, this year, I think, has turned a lot of heads. Mm-hmm. And once again, I appreciate the wisdom. I appreciate, you know, once again, the team doing Jabra Slam. Like, <laughs> I'm just actually so proud of them. And the way that they ended Final Battle with all the men and Russell Cage. Black men. And, and <laughs> Russell Cage. Russell Cage. Russell 
Cage, you know, once again, um, shining Zuka King, though. most deserving wrestlers like Zook and like Tim. Zuka King, Zuka King, Zuka King. Um, Zuka, 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 King. Oh, also, MVP on the Indies is Uncle Tuco Scorpio. Y'all niggas don't understand. This nigga, I think, wrestles more now than he ever did in his career 20 years ago. Man's and he still is moving and still is out here giving you a show, giving you a match. Okay? Um, but I had I had to, you know, shout out Uncle Too Cold real quick because I was like, you know, too cold, too cold, too cold, too cold. Too um, too all right, last but not least, and we'll wrap up. Most likely to succeed in 2022. So next year, for 2022. Who's uh, my be? list was uh, <laughs> hold on, take out the take out the book. Um, mine for WWE <laughs> is my boy Austin Theory. Shout out to him for remembering me when he saw me. He's like, yo, what up? I was like, yo, what up? <laughs> um, NXT, I, he got he, he won two awards with me, Carmelo Hayes, because he don't miss. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, because they're gonna. Um, if you haven't already, if you didn't watch NXT this week, they are going to unify the cruiserweight and the North American title. Um, at New Year's um, Evil, their their next um NXT show. And, so uh, my AEW one is Hook. He came back again, most likely to succeed, because Hook is hooking it up. Hooking it up. Hooking it up. Impact. He's hooking it up. We, because we mentioned Impact, I'm going with Moose for this one, because the run he's been going, the promo that he's been cutting with everybody, with his lisp and everything, he's out here like, yo, I'm going to take you down. You don't know me. I'm, I'm Moose. Because he, he, he doing this thing. Listen, listen. You can and still get it across. You doing your thing, dogs. Yo, you saw that promo that he did with against like Zack Ryder, call him Mick Carter at best. With the list, with the list. That was a bar, though. And then my indie, my indie one is I'm gonna put this out here, boy. I'm gonna put this out here, boy. He got rookie of the year for me. For the Indies, but he's also getting both sides to see. Andre Encore. When Rich Swan says, "Yo, this dude is next up," gives him the yep. stamp of approval. You got it. You got All it. All right. So with me, um, oh, I like that. Tootie Lynn, Tootie Lynn, next up. Hold on, hold on. Before we go, real quick, I want to get my three tag teams of the year real quick after you guys are done. All right, cool. How you can do that? How, no, how, no, we can do that. How yeah. Um, I'd say for the Indies, you already know. You know, two people. You know, the first guy. You already know how much shit to look out for. You know, <laughs> ain't a, ain't a year. Ain't looking out for this man, my son, big time. Y'all, y'all already know. This is next year. I, I'm saying here first. He's gonna hold the championship in Battle Club. Mr. Black said so, man. The, the year he's going to have is going to be true mended. Of course, got to look out for my brother right there. Big time, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, y'all remember the epic battle between him and O'Shea at, last year at Java Slam? What's next for him? What's next? I don't talk about the losses out here. We talk about only W's out here. So for WWE, is um, who to look out for is... Um, I can't even go against the black guy on this one. So my son Camelo Hayes. So I gotta go with him. B. It's either between Camelo Hayes and my son um, Braun Breaker. But 
Carmelo's black and he's from New York and I met him. He mad cool. He gave me that. You know, he mad cool and like cool with Tasha. So if I go to New York, nigga. He actually and, like, us too. I was I was kinda hyped because I, I posted something on Twitter like, yo, my guy, B. I was like, ooh. You remember me, my nigga? Wow. I thought wow. you Because you, you, you got sunglasses on every time on TV. Well, like you see Willow Nightingale. Hell yeah, she's fine too. Well, y'all got me hooked up for liquid energy. You you welcome. You welcome. Oh, you're welcome. You welcome. Oh, y'all, y'all. And honestly, one dude to look out for is Zuka King. I feel that the year that he, how he how he started last year and ended it, I feel his month will continue. Especially how that he get in his, his little like his grass on the um down south over there. And Zuka loved the kids. Once the kids love you, everybody loves love the kids. You know, impact the person to look out for to try twenty twenty two is um Tasha Steels. I feel Tasha Steels been setting up everyone else within that card, you know, with the tag teams, you know. Helping her, you know, taking Savannah along her wing. This is Tasha's year. This is definitely Tasha's year. And AEW, Team Taz, Ricky Starks, Powerhouse, that's a good one. Hook, they've been slow cooking. But how it ended, I'm telling you, them three, they either might get, either might be in the mix with, with a trio tag team, but them, Team, team Taz, WWE, yeah, I said, yeah, I said, I said, WWE is to look out for. For next year, like, hmm, is Xavier Woods. I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. Um, oh, Mr. Grimm. Hell yeah. Oh, I love Grimm. And Baby Grimm. That's really who I love more. Even he Baby Grimm. Um, WWE side, most likely to succeed in 2022. Definitely awesome theory. Um, I'm in, out of here, B. Cena mm-hmm. 2.0. <laughs> Seriously, like if you close your eyes and you just hear him, you'd be like, Jonathan, what? Um, the so Austin Theory, um, also two on the female side, definitely Liv Morgan. Um, I think you know, even if she wins or you know, whatever happens at the year day one, I think for her to be in the picture that she's in now is definitely better than a year mm-hmm. ago. Okay. Um. So Liv Morgan. Um. AEW MJF. Mm. I think he'll finally get the title in 2022. Um. Also, to I guess Jade. I would put Jade. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just because, like, I mean, if you watch the turn, you know, they coming to the end of the tournament to crown the TBS champion. Um, so, um, Ruby Soho's in the finals, and then Thunder Rosa and Jade fight next week on Dynamite. So, I definitely see here, I don't know, I, I really don't know if they're gonna have, if Thunder gonna put her over. I really don't know. But, I definitely think Jade is somebody to look out for, um, on the AEW side. That, that, that was um, a good match. NXT, um, Santos Escobar and, and, and them niggas. And them niggas. They, they will be tag team champions. <laughs> them niggas. <laughs> but I like, I like, I like, you, and that's what I said. I realized why I like NXT so much 2.0 because it's nothing but drama. That's the one thing. That's how I fell in love with wrestling. Like the fact true, that this fine ass nigga can cause this electric girl to lose her match. 
Electrica, Electra is so, is so I was funny. invested. Like I was just like, oh, how can she you is do so that? Bad. She is so bad. So Santos Escobar and um, the team. Um for I guess impact slash indies, I guess a little bit. EC3. And I say that because Yo, um, I say that because I feel like right, the whole control your narrative thing can work in so many ways and in so many places that I definitely think it's gonna be something to look out for in 2022. Um and there was something else. Um but, Walter. Yeah. Like, He's swimming down. He's swimming down. And and Imperium dropped a hint. Because they got a general sweep. I, I fucking marked out. First of all, I'm, first of all, let me tell you how I fucking lost it about Yo, Brian Earl, Kendrick. Earl, Earl, stop disrespecting <laughs> like no, Ultimate Warrior. Better than Ultimate Warrior. Way better than Ultimate Warrior. You smoking that dust. Yeah. You smoking that dust tray. Earl, Earl, just stop disrespecting Ultimate. Last but not least on the indies, my love, Billy Dixon. Uh, Young Billy Dead. to succeed um, in 2022. Oh, and la also last but not least, probably Mysterious Q. Yeah. Most likely to succeed. Oh, I have to say to look out for, and, and, and actually, I forgot to mention his name for this category. There is Lockhart. Like, oh, he's out. And he's, I don't care what anyone says, mock my words. Mr. Black, another another Mr. Black guarantee on this show. You get two for the price of one. I'm feeling it, baby. He's next NWA champion. Mock my words. That's it. Like they have they have this bum ass drunk Trevor Doodle or Mordock. He's Murdoch. my son Darius Lockhart's gonna fold him up. Easy. Like 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 this. Like this. Fold him up. Like this. Oh, whoa, whoa. You get the idea, guys. But, um, all right. So that was our year review. Uh, once again, um, you guys can leave all of your comments below. Um, let us know what you thought about the year of 2021 for wrestling. Um, also, last but not least, Black wrestlers in wrestling is most likely to succeed in 2022. Yep. And you got niggas with a mask on, B. Mysterious Q, a nigga with a mask, B. Oh, and of course, Jobber Slam 2 in 2022. Jobber Slam 2. <laughs> Training day. Uh, Working title. Anywho. Any last thoughts, you guys, about this year? Um, um, final words of 2021 for the podcast? Go ahead, y'all. I go last. How you get to pick the go last? You might go the longest. You might as well go first. I want to go last. I'll always go first. Just go, bro. Oh, because uh, you frozen, so we can't. He like this. <laughs> Just go, bro. Go. Okay, there you go. I was like, you first step. Um, dang. <laughs> Listen to this. This nigga said electric boogaboo. Java Slayer 2, paid in full. Paid in full. That's what I want. I hear you, sis. 
as Sir Wilkins is trying to fix this audio and visual, um, uh, <laughs> I mean, let us know your final words. My uh, final words to everybody is, yo, shout out to y'all. Shout out to the fans. Like, shout out to y'all. Y'all made 2021 for the jobber. Like, shout, shout out to Jabber Nation. Without y'all, we would not be where we are right now. Shout out to supporting us at Jabber Slam. Supporting us at all our events. Supporting us on our Instagram, social media. Thank you for liking, subscribing. Thank you, thank you for, thank you for us to, to everywhere we go. You follow us when we do an interview, another show. Once we say we doing it, y'all follow it and give those guys subscribers. And whatever show we go on, they get it. Y'all, 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 y'all become part of their family. So overall, just thank you. You know, shout out, um, shout out to my brothers out here. You know, shout out to Andre from Weed and Wrestling. Shout out to my uh, Spadak kids. You know, um, the Dirty Heels. Uh, Coffee Weeston. My son, good brother, K, the governor. Shout out to my guys. Um, please check out the Spadak year to year, the end of the year. Please check out the Spadak kids any year wrap up dropping this Saturday. That's the second Christmas gift. I'm blessing y'all. Um, overall, is one message that I have to say is about the Java Tears. Nation is this is culture right here, and to everybody who's a part of it, I know y'all may have got teased, made fun of, got put aside. But when you become part of this nation, your family, and when you're here, you love you for you. There's no hierarchy, none of that. Just thank you, thank you for us. He just put it up with me, my brother, and Janelle. Thank you for you coming up to us when we see us. Like, you make us feel like our our work is not for nothing. Just thank, thank you. you. Thank you. And my message to everybody is doing podcasts, whatever you're doing, don't give up. Believe in yourself. Because at the end of the day, all you have is yourself and God, Allah, however you want to call the higher power. At the end of the day, you got this. You got this. Whatever you ever want to need, you got this. If Mr. Black, Janelle, and so Wilkins could do this, you do the same exact thing too. Only thing that's stopping you is you, y'all. No one else, y'all. Believe in yourself. Believe in God. Put your head down and keep on doing what you have to do. Because everyone eats around here. Just thank you. So that's my, my message for you. Enter 2020, the best version of yourself. The only person who can stop you, 2022, is you. This is the year of blessings. This is the year of abundance. This is the year of people of coming back to put good into your life. So don't let negativity stop you. Remember that. Um, I, I first of all, I don't got COVID. I got my my COVID test back. A nigga COVID free niggas. Niggas, this wow. nigga is I will outrageous. be on these streets. I am on these streets. <laughs> I am COVID free. On shout out, shout out to the variant for not catching me. Shout out to Omarion for not on catching me. These streets, third COVID test negative. On so why are you taking so many COVID tests? Because my whole team, half my team got COVID. Oh, uh, okay. I was like, nigga. Half the team got COVID at work. My whole church got COVID. Huh? My whole church got COVID. Your whole church? Yeah. Pretty much. Like every single person? Pretty much, yeah. Because, like, that's a whole nother story. I don't want to say because I don't know who's watching for the church, but yeah. Yeah, and but they, anyway. Shout out to everybody for, for, for showing love to Jabba Tears. So I gotta say thank you, thank, thank you for showing us love this whole entire um, year. We got much more okay. work to do come next year. I don't know. If y'all niggas hate us last year, y'all niggas gonna 
despise us, B. Despise us. Yo, when y'all in dreams, think about y'all dreams. I'm going to be there. When you over here with your girl, talk about your dreams. I'm going to be there. When you talk about your girk, when you talk about your dream to your wife, I'm going to be there. Tell the dream to your mom, I'm going to be there. But um, last but not least, um, as the boys, I would love to reiterate, we want to thank every single person that has watched, viewed, commented, whether it was good or bad, um, been a part of the Facebook group. Um, shout out to Dre um, for start taking that project. Shout out to Is for being on the Twitter handle. Um, shout out to everyone a part of the network. Um, shout out once again to Battle Club Pro. Um, shout outs to Tri-State Area Indies. Shout outs to independent scene in general. Um, shout outs to just everybody that on a personal level has supported us, whether it's in word or whether it's in person. Um, there are just certain things I don't think all three of us have been able to get through without having our own little support system um outside of whether it's wrestling or and i will not get a twitter <laughs> i don't know why y'all want me on it i don't want to. you ain't missing nothing um but also last but not least thank you to you guys we have to thank each other because i know i'm thankful of you guys and what we've been able to do this year and, and us really starting from literally nothing to now building this kind of like empire that I think we didn't anticipate, but we took with open arms and we love it. Um, and us just throwing a bomb ass show like that, that shit for me will always be. So like I can walk away from all this shit and be like, yo, we threw our own wrestling show and no one can touch that. Um, so I thank you guys. I thank you guys for viewing and watching. Uh, we want to thank everyone and wish everyone happy holidays, whether you celebrate Christmas, Kwanzaa, you already did Hanukkah, whatever. Um, make sure, keep your loved ones close and make sure to join us at the top of the year. We already have one interview locked in. We're going to keep it a surprise, like always, but... Um, Bro, nigga, check the chat. You Check, check the your messages. Annoying. Jesus. Anyway, I'm Janelle from HR. Here we start with the Mr. Black. Thank you guys for joining us for 2021. We will see you in 2022. Right, Hashtag keep... Black Excellence. Hashtag We Are Out. Jabber Nation.